You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to another episode of Five Out. Say Five Out, what do you mean by that? We're going to be talking about the Celtics, of course. They bounced back from their loss to the Kings. Got some big ones coming up. Kyrie has been battling injuries. Is he going to play next week? Matt and I will touch on that. No Ty this week, unfortunately. He is very much under the weather, which he's got to be deathly ill because Ty's never sick, never misses work. Uh, Melo is back. Lakers look good. Matt and I have been watching a couple college basketball games. We're going to let you know one we're going to be watching this weekend that we can hopefully talk about next week as well. If you haven't already, leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to us, Google Play, and send us your rating and review, a screenshot of it on Twitter or Instagram to redeem your free t-shirt. Let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah, I just want to be all right with it. Yeah. Yo, I think it was um, Phil Jago on Twitter. Uh, tweeted at me asking me when uh, when the next episode was, of course, because he wanted us to talk about. Uh, Want to know what our your response was to the whole Brad Wanamaker stuff? Because now he had that off game. When what, when was their last home game? Their last home game. Not he, off. Not he, off game. You miss. You mispronounced that word. Awful game. Uh, well, even then, Brad Stevens and uh, Kemba were praising him after that. He had those two offensive yeah, fouls. But that's being that's a good culture. That's 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 what that is. You 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 want to lift guys up. You don't want to put guys down. So I mean, I, I respect that. Now there's they're saying a lot of the same stuff that I was saying. They're, I mean, like Brad said the other night that we're asking him to do a lot of the same stuff we asked Gordon to do, which I think is a little bit of a reach. But seeing what he's done over the last few games, have you softened up at all on your opinion? No, I I honestly just I don't like his game. So I just. He's too inconsistent, and if that guy is playing major minutes for you, you got issues. Uh, thirty minutes a game. I mean, thirty minutes against the uh, against the Suns. I did not expect that. But then against Semi Ojale, went and played. Was it twelve minutes in the second? Yeah. Oh, they played the whole second quarter against the Kings. I I know the Suns have a good record, but I think you can get away playing teams with Wanamaker on the flag. I'd be interested to see now if Wanamaker. I'll listen. I'm. Objective, even though I was really <laughs> hating on Wanamaker. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> if he has if he has good games against the Clippers, and I'm assuming Kawhi's healthy, right? Uh, he, he I don't think playing. he played last game. No, he didn't. He hasn't played the last two. So. Is it two? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he hasn't been, played since Paul George got back. I think it's three. No. Yeah, I don't I know. I think it's if, three. If Kawhi and Paul George play on Wednesday against the Celtics, and when they go to Denver on Friday. Those are two big games. Now, if Wanamaker plays really well in, in 30 minutes against those teams, well, then I guess I have to reevaluate. But my opinion is I, I, I don't think he will. I don't think he's – I think these last couple games he's played better than I expected to because he's, there's actually like – at times he's, he's scoring when the Celtics kind of need it and he's making some important plays. Normally what I expect is he just plays mistake-free basketball – you don't know he's out there, but at the same time, that's not a bad thing. It's not like Shemi Ojale, where he just like disappears completely. Like Wanamaker works within the flow of the offense, and he helps set the tone. That's why I mean, but he's not flashy. He doesn't bring what Jalen brings to the table or Carson Edwards even. Like it's not like oh, exciting. He's just there. Yeah, I, I, no, and there's nothing wrong with a guy like that. I personally just 
I don't really like his game, and it has nothing to do with like again flashy blah blah blah. I just you love Tremonts too. He, well, what I like about Tremont is that there is a ceiling there. I feel like mm-hmm. and potential where Wanamaker he is who he is, and I just don't think the Celtics are talented enough to, especially without Gordon now, are talented enough to have a guy that's just blah on offense. Well. I and guess without. I without mean, Gordon, I, I kind of wish Marcus Smart was more like Wanamaker on offense. <laughs> He's becoming. Even though I honestly have liked Smart, Smart's played. But, if I had to pick my top three Celtics right now of who's playing really, really well, ooh, this is a good one. Um, Jalen Brown's one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Gordon would be on it if he didn't. He, I'm just not counting him because he's hurt. But it would be Gordon and then Smart would be your three if he was healthy. Yes. Okay. But I'm gonna go. I'll pick someone else. Smart's number two. I, I think I, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching Marcus Smart play. Now he's taken the occasional stupid three, bad yeah, shot. Yeah, he's taken quite, quite a few. Like it's, I don't mind him shooting threes. It's just that there are times where in the yes. flow of the offense, it, it, it doesn't it, make it, sense. It's, yeah, it's 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 the flow. Of the, like last night it was a per, like I thought against the Suns last night. They there was times where, at least in the first quarter, they I mean there was guys doing the exact same crap they were doing last year. Like Brown at the beginning was like. Indecisive on his drives. Tatum was taking bad shots. He also picked up two stupid fouls in two minutes. Like, you oh can't yeah, do that's that right. As a forgot, starter. forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Smart chucked up a couple bad ones. So, and but obviously they played really well. You know, second quarter on, but that first quarter stretch, I was like, well, oh, yeah, well, I was like having PTSD. I thought I was watching a team from last all year. All they need to like their first quarter is their biggest problem right now because that's what happened to them against the Kings. It happened to them. I forget who the the, the Warriors before that too. They come yeah. out sluggish and. I mean, I, uh, you're on a West Coast trip, so I, I, I can kind of understand it, sort of. Like, especially last night, back-to-back. Yep. You come off a tough loss. Definitely. I get it. But like you said, it's been the whole trip. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, you were saying about your – so who would be your third guy? Is it Kemba or is it is it Tatum? Oh, well, K- Kemba. Okay, well, it's, Kemba's, Kemba's number three, but I, I mean, not that he hasn't played. I think he's been their best player. But I'm just saying who I'm really impressed with. Mm-hmm. I just Kemba's been who I by far. Jalen Brown has been the most impressive guy coming out yeah, of this because it's just it's, not. It's not even close. Yeah, it was not what we expected at all. I mean, he was one of the, the so four Celtics have been nominated for Conference Player of the Week so far. Uh, Tatum got it first, then it was Kemba, then it was Gordon Hayward. And then this most recent one was Jalen Brown. Obviously, he didn't end up winning it. For those who don't know, we tweeted out on the uh, Twitter account at Five Out Pod. Uh, Vucevic won it for the Magic. And I got to be honest, I haven't watched, I don't think, any Magic so far. I've just been seeing highlights of Fultz. Yeah. Oh, you know what's funny? I came across, uh, somebody tweeted this out. I came across a stat that you are going to love, and it's comparing Fultz to Ben Simmons. So let me see if I can find it real quick. I took a screenshot of it. While you're looking for it, is it true that they're trying to move Simmons, or is that like just some article I randomly read on Twitter? Uh, It might, I don't. I haven't like someone was saying like how they really need to look into moving Ben Simmons on the. Sixers. That's probably just a random article that you read. If I don't see like if you don't see like Greeny from Barstool talking yeah. about it and like because he hates this, he goes at it with the Sixers fans like nobody. But I haven't seen any reporter talking about it. I don't follow a ton of Sixers reporters though. Uh, so this is from at Spike Eskin. I don't know him through a hole in the wall. But so far this season, Simmons versus Fultz numbers. Okay. Field goal percentage went five feet from within five feet of the rim. Ben Simmons, 66.3%. Markel Fultz, 71.4%. Free throw percentage. Simmons, 56%. Fultz, 82%. Three-point percentage. Simmons, you can guess that one, goose egg, 
Fultz not that great either, but still better, 21%. I guess Fultz yeah, is a max I mean, contract player. I, I, I obviously, obviously the Sixers gave up too early on Fultz. Not saying that he was worthy of the number one pick. I don't think he is. But I think he's still going to be a good player in the league. He, obviously, all that shooting stuff was all mental. You can't, I can't watch him play at Washington, and he's got a jump shot, and he's got all this stuff, and then all of a sudden he doesn't have it. That's, there's something mentally Yeah, but wrong. sometimes guys just need to change the scenery, too. He may have never got it to work there, and that wouldn't have necessarily no, been the No, that's fault. true. I think move, the moving him for him personally was the best move. I just don't – obviously, in the Sixers run, I don't know if that's – Yeah. Now, when it comes to your, your top three rankings, so is that most – Enjoyable guys to watch, best guys. I, I I got lost in that. Yeah, I I I would I wouldn't say again. I I'm not, I didn't do numbers. Obviously, Tatum's numbers are really good. I was just talking about like. Well, he's actually finishing at the, at the rim last who, game. Who I've like who are enjoyable. It's a combination of things. It's enjoyable to watch. I also think it's. I think they've imp- like they continue to improve. Like Brown looks really really good. I mean he's. I told you I was fifty. I'm still fifty percent on the on the sway meter. On the sway. Um, oh, whether or not you the, want Brown over Tatum. Bandwagon, yeah, Brown Tatum. Thing. I think Brown actually. I'm like I'm still on, I'm still fifty fifty. I'm still hoping Tatum continues to grow over the season. But the smart thing, he dude. I I don't know. I love watching him play. He's. I mean, defensively, he's. It's not even close. Dude, I, I just can really appreciate a guy that. I mean, he puts his body on the line, man. He's he's a he's a nut job. Yeah, I love him. Now I don't know if you saw this, but I wrote it after the Warriors game, where the, they scored like forty four points in the paint against the Celtics, which is pretty much on their average. And the Celtics aren't that bad in that category when it comes to points in the paint. But we talked about. We, we, I mean, everybody's talked about their interior defense and everything, but. When I looked at some of the other numbers, like their fouls, Celtics are some of the, or one of the worst teams in the league. They're in the, the bottom third of the league. Yeah, they pick up stupid fouls. Exactly. Tatum did last some night. Of them are, Dude, you're a starter in the league. You can't pick up two fouls in the first two minutes. Some of, the of them are stupid fouls. Some of them are the fact that they're not getting in the right position down low, too. And, and if you want to say that's a stupid foul, then that's fine. But I think that that's a sign of there's something wrong with the interior defense. But Oh, really? You think, yeah. <laughs> what? Watching Canner play defense yesterday. Oh okay, wait boy. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, when Canner was better at the rim than he's than he's like in the second. I think it was later in the oof, game. Oof, oof. Oh, not. I, I mean, I mainly watched the first half. Once they started going up, I didn't oh really no. Watch. So, well, I have to watch the entire but, game. Yo, he was he. There was some possessions in that first half. Oh my god. Now, he just he. I don't just, know why guys no don't idea just call do. on a ball screen. Why don't they just ball screen him every single time? Every every time he's in the game, I would put him in a ball screen situation. I, Every time. Yeah, I, I get that. He cannot move laterally for crap. It's unbelievable. Every time. I mean, I've seen John Corrales write about it a little bit for Mass Life, too. He, he's, it's bad. But one thing he's better at that I, didn't, I thought he was poor at was challenging guys when they're coming to the rim. He's playing straight up for the most part. He's getting called for fouls here and there. But he's playing them straight up for the most part. But every time he did it well last night, they'd miss the shot. Someone for the Suns would come in, get the rebound, get the shot up. And it's like, why is nobody else crashing? So I think there's just there are still holes there. As much as Smart has helped fill the gap with the interior defense and Baines, I mean not Baines, freaking. Uh, t- I mean, Tyson so Poir- Poirier is pretty much a, a non-fact. Like, he oh. won't be. A, he's just going to be if they if they're down a, a guy or something. He'll just get. Yeah, I guess so. They just don't. They don't. They don't obviously believe in him. He's not. Playing. I'm. I'm blown away. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna help quite a bit because I thought he would be a lot better defensively than Canner was, and I figured it would be. Canner more minutes than Poirier early on, and then Poirier would st- slowly start to work his way in to kind of even it out a bit. 
Not it's there's I mean it doesn't look like there's any shot of that happening. Well, I don't I don't miss the Baines three though. That's I'll tell you that. No, but he's but you you miss having him down low, don't you? Oh, 100. He's a, he's tough as nails. I'm just saying I I, I don't miss the 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 Jesus <laughs> the Baines threes. Oh, boy. he's been one of their best players. Been one of the best centers in the league. I, no, I respect it, but I'm just saying like I I I can't watch drop 20 on the Lakers who've been outstanding. Um, but you alluded to the the Clippers game coming up soon, which obviously is a huge one, and then the Nuggets one. Um, I know Smart was asked about it last night, or excuse me. After the game in Phoenix, you know, if it's like a measuring stick for them or anything of that sort. I mean, if they if they play and Kawhi's not out there, I feel like as I mean, as much as the Clippers looked outstanding the last couple times I've watched them, they actually had, it was close game against the Thunder. Either way, they should win that. They should win that game if it's just Paul George out there. I know they got Lou and Trez and, and Harkless, but I still think that the Celtics should be able to beat them. If Kawhi, yes, yeah, so, no I mean, if Kawhi's there, it's, it's a much tougher situation. Obviously, yeah, advantage I, them. I mean, I mean, it's early in the season. Um, do I think this is a good test for them? Yes, I also think Denver's even a better one at Denver. That's always a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's two really good teams, which we haven't really seen them play. You know, that's why when I look at the record, I'm not like, oh, you know, like woohoo. Like we talked about this last time, they haven't really beat. Like you know, they beat the Kings. And the Suns. It's the Western Conference, so it's tougher teams. Don't get me wrong. It's tough. Well, they shouldn't have lost to the Kings. The they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. But you know, but I I still don't. They like the Clippers. Even without Kawhi, is a good team. Mm-hmm. And and the Nuggets are a good team. So I mean, we're gonna see them play against real. So it is a, a limited limit test. No matter if they're eleven and two, like you're gonna see. You know what they're all about, yeah, I th- and how they respond to adversity. And, I, and I'm interested to see how a bunch of guys play during this this little. Stretch. Either way, though, if they get blown out, that's a real big smack in the face. And I and I don't necessarily think that would be a bad thing for this team. Not because you know they need to get taken down a few pegs. I don't think that's the case for them. But I don't think they're going to respond by folding because we saw what happened after the Kings game where they. Sh- a, they should have won it no matter what because they're better than the Kings, especially with no Darren Fox there. Um, and B, like the fact that it was close and they they missed it by a couple inches with Mar- with uh, Smart's floater, which by the way, I was like of all the people to take the shot at the end is like it had to be Smart, of course. Well, Kem- Kemba screwed up on the last play. Either, yeah. But they, I mean, like you said, they didn't. I don't think they deserved to win. They let Buddy Hill go off. And yeah, that's they, that's they a humbling one a for of- Smart for sure. 35 yeah. points. Well, how about freaking Scal on the oh, – that's why Scal needs to get off. I can't listen to Scal do the I, – I mute it sometimes. He's brutal. What did he say that bothered he, you? I mean, be professional. He literally says in the middle of, like, the broadcast, he's like, like, Buddy Hill catches the ball and passes it to someone, like, gave it away because mm. Smart was on him. He's like, oh, he doesn't want that – Buddy Hill doesn't want that smoke. <laughs> Buddy Hill gets the ball back five seconds later and drains a pull-up three in Marcus Smart's face. Yeah. It's like – Scout, like, are you a loser? <laughs> that was bad. You don't want that smoke, dude? That's, I mean, that's not even, like, it just made me mad because it's not professional. It's like, dude, what, what, Buddy Hill's afraid to play against Marcus Smart? Like, Marcus Smart is a great defender, but. I think, he, I think he's trying to play the Tom Heinsohn role of being the homer, but Tom Heinsohn's doing that for other reasons, and, and. And even then, Tom Heinsohn's, as much as I still enjoy him, there are plenty of people who are tired of his homer act. And Correct. it's like it, I am. It, oh, there you go. You can't go and try and do what Tommy Heinsohn's doing when people are already getting tired of him doing it himself. But uh, going back to anything, is there anything else Celtics? You know, actually, Shemi Ojale. These last couple games, 
I don't know where the three-point shooting's coming from. He's, what, four for five over the last two games? He only took one last game but made it. So that's how he's going to get on the floor. He's got to make those shots. Him, he, and the thing is, as much as Grant Williams is is a guy who's, who I would think is going to be in the league for, the, for a long time and has plenty to offer to the Celtics, if he's not shooting, if he's not hitting threes and providing any offense, and Shemi and him can do pretty are supposed to do pretty much the same thing on the defensive end, then you got to play the guy who can score too. No, a hundred percent. I th- and I think that's why Grant started getting more minutes mm-hmm. when Shemi struggled to begin the season. I mean, it's it's kind of a um, a nice thing to have as a coach, right? Because you can play off who's playing well. You know, exactly. give the guy who's playing well those minutes, whoever's hot. So. So the, I definitely think they complement themselves on the like you know they're pretty pretty good on the defensive end. It's really what can you provide on the offensive because at the end of the day, Grant Williams has got to be able to hit. I mean, he's not take. We're not asking him to take contested shots. He's got to hit open shots. Exactly, and I, he's just not there yet. I mean, he could be there by the end of the season, by midway through, because he's def- that's definitely been a priority for him since they drafted him. But the, you know, the other guy speaking of three point shots too is Edwards. He's getting more opportunities. It seems like. Not like a ton like we thought he was going to at the beginning of the year, but I feel like you know when you talk about a guy who's not doing a whole lot, if he's not scoring, as much as he's, I think he's better defensively than most people give him credit for, still, it's not like you're yeah, that good great. where you can, yeah, you're not going to be able to get away with not scoring if you're him. To me, he's a volume shooter off the bench. Like He's someone that you hope gets hot in a couple of minute stretches mm-hmm. and provides a spark, you know, quick, quick, you know, couple threes. You know, give someone a break. I don't. I. I. I don't see him. His game is pretty choppy to me. Like he, you know, again, he's just a. I think he's just a volume shooter. So you know what I like about him more not- right now is his form looks more like it did when they first drafted him at the beginning of the season too, where more straight up and down. Like the yeah. over that rough stretch, and I've seen some guys do this, and I and I'm hoping you can clear this up for me because I have no idea why. I've seen it Hayward do it too, where he gets like way off balance on a shot, and, and and there's not really anybody around him, but he's trying to get it up so quickly because I guess the opportunity of somebody possibly blocking a shot and getting too close. Hayward makes those shots though, but Edwards, I just it came out of nowhere, and it seemed like he was so out of control. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a guy that's coming into a league like when you're a shooter and you get off your rhythm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to get back into a flow, and like, and I'm talking about game reps, right? He, he probably in the first couple of games he he struggled shooting the ball. He probably went back, and you know, you can make shots during when you're practicing or, you know, uh, you know when you're off the court. But when you're in the game, it it really is all mental. That's why I was saying the false thing. Like that, it, all that is is just like it's it's all up in your head, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not like you forget to shoot overnight or you start doing something differently. Like you've shot the same way your whole life. So when yeah. you add a little glitch to it, yeah, it's going to screw it, throw off your shot. But it's about mentally being in the right place, and I think hope, and that comes with confidence. You got to have to be confident with yourself. So I think Edwards, you know, he'll be okay. I'm just saying, you know, that's what to me he looks like when I said he was seeing ghosts in the first couple of games. You could just tell a guy he was definitely even a guy with confidence. You're in the NBA, man. So you got a lot to prove. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, was there any other Celtics things that you wanted to get to, though? Because no, I'm just looking. I'm looking. Definitely looking forward to Wednesday and Friday. I think there, there'll be some good, good battles. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, a week from Wednesday, the return of Kyrie Irving is supposed to happen. He's dealing with a right shoulder yeah. impingement. He's going to be out for Wednesday's game against the Hornets. And he's, that'll be his third game in a row that he's missed. Now, I'm seeing all over Twitter, like writers, people who, don't, who, aren't, who don't necessarily want to put out their opinion, they just say the Nets play the Celtics in, in a week. Um, and then I see some people who have opinions say, oh, Kyrie's not going to play because of this. Do you think he's going to play based off what's happening? Me personally, no. But I hope he does. Of course you hope he does. I will be there. Everybody hopes he does. Yes, that's right. You will be there. I think he actually is going to play. Now, Kenny Atkinson said today at practice that this could keep Kyrie out for a longer period of time than the, than the three games that he's miss, missing. I wonder if Kyrie's – If look, I, mean, I don't necessarily doubt that he's hurt. But I wonder if he's doing this right now to kind of catch his breath. These are three games that are winnable for the Nets without Kyrie Irving, even though they got embarrassed by the Pacers, without Malcolm Brogdon, without Jeremy Lamb. Um, They're missing a couple other guys too. Obviously, Noah Oladipo on Monday. They get embarrassed by them. They should be able to beat the Hornets, but who knows? The Hornets have had some good games this year. I think that he looked at it and said that, let me get ready for the Celtics game because I need to win that game. And that can be a turning point for me and for the team. And if nothing else, I need that vendetta. I need to get it back. Well, I'll tell you right now, I would respect him just a wee bit more if he did show up and did that and 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 put it on us. But I just know, I just feel like I know him, and he used to do that all last year, like mm-hmm. not against, I guess, big teams, but no, like, bad remember, teams. Like, he would never play against the Le- Cavs and all these other teams. Yeah, but he never. I feel like he didn't go play when he played LeBron. I, I remember seeing pictures of them too. He did at Cleveland. Uh. I don't know about Cleveland. That was two years ago. I can't remember. Yeah, that one I'm not sure. I don't know. I just I, I for some reason I feel like unless unless he thinks he can win the game, he won't play. In the, well, because he is going to get he is going. I mean, it's going to be he's going to get hit. the last player that got booed who's going to get his booed as loud as he has, is going to. Oh yeah, you think? He, but do you think if he plays, he's still going to get his though? No matter what, I think he will in that game. Oh, he has to. Yeah. You you have to you have to go out swinging. If if I was him, mm-hmm. you got you got to go out swinging. But he will get booed worse than any athlete's ever gotten booed here. The last guy I remember getting booed really bad was Kelly Oubre. Oubre, yeah, Oubre, you're good. Kelly Oubre when he got in that fight with Olenek and he came, they came back to Game Five. But that's not even a I guy mean, who's who was on the team before. No, no, and I'm just saying like that's the last time I remember someone really being heckled at the game like the whole game mm-hmm. like Kyrie is this gonna be even I mean it's gonna be wild this is gonna be next level and I, I hope it, yeah. I hope he plays but I mean I people don't... legit hate him oh yeah I mean everybody like my brother is going to be obnoxiously loud is he gonna be there with you oh yeah he can't <laughs> wait I the thing is like if he doesn't play 
I, I, and again, I get it. If he's actually dealing with some legitimate, fine, whatever. But if he doesn't play in this game, and then he plays when the Celtics come to Brooklyn on Friday, that just, to oh, me... Oh, he definitely will do that. If you, I could definitely see him do it. I that. could, too. Just as much as I'm saying that I could see him coming back because he's trying to you know recover and be 100% for that game, I could also see him sitting it out. Brooklyn, uh, you know, In Brooklyn, they play the Celtics two days later. I'm fine. I'm good to go. I could see him doing that, and then if you if you do that to me, that just like I don't know how as a competitor you you would do something like that. That just screams that says a lot about him if he does that. I would agree, and I won't be surprised uh, if he does. That. I hope I hope that's not what ends up happening. If he sits out that game, he should sit out the next one too. That's just my opinion. If he doesn't, then that's a really really bad look. Kyrie Kyrie's a different animal. He is definitely a different animal, and I'm definitely. Look, I've again, I've said it before. I've never been a Kyrie hater like everybody else. And I, when I say hater, I don't mean like the, oh, you're just a hater. Like people who just don't like Kyrie Irving. I've never been like that, and I don't think I ever will. But I'm really down on him when the way things are going in Brooklyn so far. And it just, there's no way they should be struggling as much as they are with with adding his talent. Yet here we are. They're what like five, four and eight or five and eight, something like that. It's just I I think Ty made a great point a couple weeks ago when he said is he is he a mini James Harden I I think it is like you watch you watch the flow of the offense of the Celtics and it's, and it's night like and, it's the same, the, and the Nets are having the same problem with their flow of the offense it's there's uh, non-existent everybody's trying to play that, ISO ball with with few exceptions. and I get it like the Rockets have a good record right now I was watching them a couple of clips from the their game last night against the Blazers. Mm-hmm. I counted James Harden in one possession, dribble the ball oh. 27 times. There was that highlight, too, from, was it the Timberwolves yes, game? The one he, when he, yeah, when he hit it in the guy's, uh, yeah, when he dribbled like 17 times. It was, it, honestly, no exaggeration. It, you're right. It was like 17 times. It was it, No, and I saw him last night, and it's the whole, he literally got the ball to be in the shot clock, dribbled it down to one. So think about just stand, like, that's why I don't understand why guys like playing with him. I get it. You know, he scores a lot of points. Because the people he takes the f- forty-one shots in a game. If you take forty-one shots in a game, and you can promote that, like this guy dropped forty in a game and be like jacked up, that's a joke. That's that's like a sick. That's joke. what yeah. Nick Wright was tweeted that out, like how it was greatness and all this stuff. And Coward was saying how that's how is that greatness? Like what is? It's not. It's not. And, and and that's the whole thing too. Like Nick Wright's going off about this. Oh, you know what titles? I I, I can appreciate greatness, and it doesn't necessarily mean. You know, winning titles all the time. Since, yes, it since does. When, Why do you play? Why do you play? See, to me, that's that's the problem. It's like, oh, everything Go, is turned into, you know. And I don't think necessarily I blame the Oakland A's solely, but they were big on the numbers, and then baseball changed. I don't know if that's where basketball got it from. Was baseball going into analytics? But somebody started it, and it's gone way over the top now. Where it's like, we gotta just. You know, go with probability, and it'll give us the best chance. And if it doesn't work, well, the numbers just weren't there today. It just it, it, that's how it worked out. Like that's not how that's not how sports works. It's not. I mean, just I mean, in a smaller scale, look at the Celtics and look at the Nets. Why one doing better than the other? I think it is a lot have to do with chemistry. Chemistry you can't put in numbers. No, you can't. Uh, leaders, you can't put that in numbers. Like how guys play. You just you just numbers and analytics don't do it. And I'm sorry, James Harden shooting 41 shots. And only scoring forty nine points, I think Kobe took forty shots in a game once and scored eighty one. That I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, and then I think it was Steph. I saw was it uh, in the finals, right? It was it thirty one shots and he it, like took ten less shots 
and he scored two less points than James Harden did. That's what yeah, that's dude. that's impressive. Yeah, I, I I don't know. And then like just watching him yesterday dribbling at twenty seven times, I just I, as a teammate, I just I want I really would like to know, and I know they'll obviously somehow these guys like playing with them, but I, how could you defend? I couldn't imagine defending for twenty you know twenty seconds, twenty whatever, somewhere around there, busting my ass like a guy like Turner. I'm Turner. T- sorry, Tucker. PJ mm. Tucker. Busting your ass, grinding out. That was awesome. Probably, you know, he does something to get a turnover. And then you watch James Harden literally dribble 27 times, shoot it, and you have to go back and do it again. I Not even touch the ball. I don't even – I don't get that. For all the guys that we pick apart on this show, like it's – obviously that's what we do. But more than him, more, him more than anybody, it's just like why – how can you find this enjoyable to watch? It's just – over and over. And I, I don't, I'm just trying to think of it as a basketball concept. I just don't understand how yeah. guys can get in rhythm. I would hate to play with a guy like that. How guys want to buy into the system. You like know, the, and maybe the, you know, that's one of the reasons they haven't won. But Yeah, I, I would think that's probably part of the reasons why they haven't won is because you're just so dependent on that one guy. And if he's not there that night, yeah, he can go and draw fouls. And he's great at the free throw line. And he's awesome. And he's going to draw a ton of fouls and put, put them in a t- the opposing team in a tough position. But, I mean, it's just... Like Kareem, right? Well, I remember hearing all the time. He's automatic with his hook shot. He does. By the end of his career, he didn't get back and play defense. And if he did, he wasn't really playing defense. But he's not taking a half hour to get the friggin' shot up, and he's a lot more automatic too. Like that's what I just don't get. It, but all the stat guys love him because like he's the most efficient player because he gets to the foul line a ton. And then with the three point shooting, you know, it's you can be you can afford to be a lot less efficient because. You know, the numbers, whatever. I saw something about, like, uh, who was it from the Bulls? Uh, Levine. About how it's just – it's just the stat people. They just want to kill the two-point. And it kills me. Um, Which is sad. But he's – I mean, he's now been conference player of the week twice already. I feel like he keeps adding those up, man. He'll be cruising to an MVP this year. Easily. Whatever, and, that, and that's fine. I don't. He can I, win that if he wants. He can, He's yeah. not gonna win a title. I, I only care who, who wins the, the the chip. I, I honestly don't. I could care less about. I him honestly too. want him to them to lose it because of. But I just don't understand how like when people are like oh he's averaging like forty a game. It's like, what do you expect? He takes forty shots. Yeah, I mean, if LeBron took forty shots a game, he would score over forty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. but LeBron doesn't because LeBron tries to. He wants to like, win. win. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like guys try to. That's why I think people are seeing about Kawhi, like how good of a passer he is. Like at the end of the day, you need your teammates to win. You can't. You can't shoot forty shots. No, an average forty. And how are other guys supposed to get in the rhythm and find their shot? That's why with Tatum, every time you see like, oh, he he scored this many points. It's like, well, yeah, but he didn't shoot all that well. Like against the Suns, he did. He shot very well, but. Yeah, it's because it's about efficiency, and I think that's that's what I look at when I see numbers. Like, are you shooting efficiently? Exactly, every time. You know, if you're scoring forty points, but you took twenty five shots. You know, if you score forty nine points, or whatever day, you took twenty five shots. I'm like, all right, damn, that's that's good. Yep. But if you if you're t- if you have to score, you can't tell me forty one shots and you scored forty nine. Like, I'm supposed to be impressed. Like, I I just can't buy. that. You brought up the Lakers, though. They look. I, I know. Uh, was it is episode or two ago? I said that uh, LeBron, like, he was not finishing well at all. And I know he had that big highlight the other day, that, that crazy dunk, awesome, whatever. But, man, they look outstanding right now. JaVale yeah, they, looks they, good. Dwight's been playing better as much as, you know, Dwight's Dwight. 
Anthony Davis, you know, you know what he is. Danny Green's look good too. Christ, dude. Yeah. No, they, they have looked good. I mean, ha- my question is, have they? I haven't really looked at their schedule. I know they've beaten some good teams. Have they really played? Like, have they played Denver? Have they played? I know they played the Clippers and lost. Right. Well, opening night. Have they played the still. top teams? Have they played the Bucks? Have they played? Like, you know what I'm saying? All right. Well, I have their schedule in front of me right now. So they lost to the Clippers. They beat the Jazz. They lost to. They beat the Hornets. They beat the Grizzlies. They beat the Mavericks, the Spurs, Bulls, Heat. So some legit teams in there. They lost to the Raptors. Yeah, they quality ones. Beat the Suns. Beat the Warriors. Obviously, beat the Kings only by two. Demoralized. The, the Hawks, and I think that was part of the game that I saw. Oh, yeah, that was, that was one of the ones I saw. They kicked a tar out of them. That was very humbling, I would think, for uh, Trey Young. But Lakers yeah, look good. Clippers nice. look damn good, too. Paul George has been off to an outstanding start. Very happy to see that, as always. Yeah, it's your boy. I, want, I still want to see – I want to see him go off, though, against the Celtics because I want to see how they respond to that, too. They need that. They need – Well, I, and I want to see Jalen and – I want to see Tatum and Brown guard legit – Wings. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how they, whoever he ends up, who do you think he's going to take? You think he's going to take Tatum? Or you think that, uh, yes. Because Beverly I, will I take. Th- if I was, pl- if I had all, if I was Doc Rivers and I had all my guys, Pat Bev obviously covers Kemba. Right. Yeah, and then I would put Kawhi. Actually. Okay, if you have, yeah, now if. I mean, I, I'd probably, I'd probably honestly put Kawhi on Tatum. If Kawhi's available, then you put him on Tatum. I, I was assuming he's not available. So, I don't know. Then I would put Paul George on Tatum. Okay. And then you put the other guy on Jalen Brown. Because they have other guys that can guard Brown. Well, yeah. I mean, I would put the other one on Brown. Whichever one of those two isn't guarding him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like... I don't know how I feel about that matchup, though, for Tatum on the other end of the floor, necessarily. No, he's not... No, he 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 can't... I'd rather see Jalen covering him. I think... He, I don't think... You, you really are down on Tatum as a, as a defender. I don't think he's a good defender. You think he's a bad defender? I wouldn't say bad. I think that's a little too negative. I'd, I'd say he's a below average defender. Yeah, I don't think. I think he's. I think he's maybe a slight bit of not above that. Yeah. I'd say he's better than what you're saying he is. I don't think he makes it. T- I mean, yeah, he makes some I just bad don't decisions. Don't think he's that. La- he's not quick laterally. He ma- he has he makes dumb decisions foul wise. Uh, he's not strong. Like Brown's a really good defender. Yes. Smart's outstanding, yes. obviously, but like those guys just stick out more. I just don't think. I don't think Tatum is individually a good defender. See, the thing is that he makes some some he makes some dumb decisions for sure. But when I look at the rest of the team, maybe that's where I'm running into issues relative to everybody else, and they're not struggling defensively as a unit. I don't think Tatum is one of the ones I find making most of the dumb decisions on the defensive end. Like it's usually a, it's usually Robert Williams or um, yeah. I just don't think he's is good. He's not on. He's not on the level of Brown. No, in, in, no definitely not. That even he, like, Kemba, you know yeah, I just, Kemba's been I don't one of the best at, at drawing as a good defender. Je- Kemba's been one of the best at drawing charges in the league. Sorry, I cut you off. I was just saying, I yeah, I, I, that's why I said I wouldn't label him as a bad defender. I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize him as like when I look at him, especially even live. He just doesn't, he doesn't do it for me. I, I just don't. Okay, you know, he he'll have occasional nice steal or mm-hmm. because he gets in passing lanes, but I don't see him and being like, all right. Uh, like it, yeah. again, if I'm playing Kawhi, if we're playing Kawhi and Paul George, who are you putting on Kawhi? You're putting well, if you're not putting Smart on him, you're putting Jalen on him. Exactly, Tatum's not even in this conversation because exactly. I don't think he can check either. He one. does. He, that's I think that's why I'm not as down on him as much as you are because he does get into the passing lanes very well. 
And I think, but I think part of the problem that's, that's gambling, and that's because you have good on ball pressure. I don't think that really says a lot. I was going to say part of the problem is that is that he's not as good of an on ball defender. I know he's still getting in the passing lanes, but he's not as good of a man to man guy as Jalen or Marcus Smart is necessarily. No, Smart. There, there was a guy that played. There was a guy that played at St. Joe's before I went there, and I was always told, um, you know, he. I think he set the record for the most steals, and he always credited the guys because they had two or three guys who were really good on-the-ball defenders, mm-hmm. and that his job was easy. He kind of just shot gaps as because they were putting so much pressure on the ball. Mm, I get what you're saying. So when I, whenever I heard someone say that, I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes you know? total sense. Uh, that, who was yeah. going to say? Oh, how could I forget? Melo's back. He is wearing double zero for the Portland Trailblazers, $2.1 million contract. I mean, good for Melo, but God, this is a terrible sign. I feel like for the Blazers. Yeah, I feel like they just. I honestly feel like they're desperate. It's. I didn't. I mean, nobody expected them to get off to this start after last year, but they said it too last year that they were like, well, we're, I think was it Lillard or McCollum that said it? Like one of them was like, we, you know, we didn't get off to the start. We wanted to last year, or whatever. We were overlooked last year, and then we came back and we're awesome. I just. I mean, I see people saying how Melo's going to take the pressure off Dame when he's off and CJ's off or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. You're relying on a guy who played in 10 games last year and hasn't played in a game yet this year. That's the guy you're going to trust to be your third scorer? No, I, that's what I'm saying. I think they're desperate. I think they are desperate and they haven't had a good start. And to me, the signing of Melo just means you're desperate, I think. And I'm not saying Melo sucks. I think he'll be okay, but I, I just don't. I don't think it moves it pushes the needle for them. I just think they're desperate and they needed to sign somebody. Yeah, show, show so yeah, cuz they're they're in a tough spot right now. I don't like seeing that. I do not like seeing that from them, but No, cuz I love I I'm a big little And I like McCollum too. I like them both, but they just can't yeah. seem to figure out. Doncic on the other hand though, he's been freaking killing it. What did he score 40 the other night? He had a triple double in that win over the yeah, Spurs. I, I think the I think the Blazers struggle because they don't have they don't really have any solid wings. Yeah, and we hear about we've heard it around here, especially more than ever, because when Kyrie was here and he was the best guy, and Paul Pierce kept saying, "Your best player has to be a wing; it cannot be a guard." Mm, yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know. I struggle with that because I think Kemba's still that best player. Right. Well, yeah, he is, but I mean, Tatum's not Tatum's. You're, you, but your best guard, you have two solid wing players. Solid, I, I'd say, better than solid right now. So it's like this. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I guess. I don't think I think a guard can be the best player on your team. You just need really you need good pieces around you. Clearly, yeah, yeah, no, that's what the sucks. which the Blazers really have never had. A, a, you know, they've had the dynamic duo of the two guard mm-hmm. play, but they really haven't had any wings. Mm-hmm. At some point, we're not going to do it tonight. To compliment, at that. some point though, we got to reassess the Sixers too, because they've been they've not been what I expected them to be so far. We talk about the Nets and their chemistry issues and things yeah, like that's that. That's why. That's why I think I read something about them possibly thinking about trading Simmons. Yeah. Not now. I don't think that's a legit thing. No, but I don't think it is. Personally, they might have to at some point if he's still the same player. Who well, you know? Who's you think someone's going to take that, that contract? No, yeah. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. I'm just saying. I, I'm saying if you're the Sixers organization, like that is something that eventually. If he's still the same player doing the same thing, which clearly clearly he is, if you you read me his stats, like mm-hmm. he's I th- still the same guy. I think that, uh, but I I also started seeing hashtag Fire Brett Brown circling around Twitter too. I think that he would be what what, what goes first, not 
Not of course, the coach always goes. Always goes it's first. always the coach. Always. I mean, at some point, it kind of has to be the coach first, though, don't you think? Yeah, it's in some occasions it's it's deserving, but some I don't. I think it's. I don't think it's deserving. Yeah, that, that, I think that's. I think it's a fair assessment. But the front office clearly likes Simmons a lot. Put a huge investment in him. If the guy who's running the team isn't getting it done with the the player that the front office believes in, then. Who are you going to get rid yeah, of first? Yeah, you're going to move the coach because the coach doesn't get paid $180 million. Jesus. Ridiculous contract. Um, but anyway, last thing before we get rolling, or get going, I should say. Uh, watched a couple games over the weekend because Matt and I both have ESPN+, and there are a ton of college games available on there. Obviously, there are other ones that, that are on ESPN and elsewhere. I don't – actually, I get Big Ten Network. You must get it too, right? Because YouTube TV has it. I th- yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. we have because they those games are not on ESPN Plus. Um, but you know what? If you guys have games that you're curious, what we're, what our thoughts on? You know, if you're if it's a game you're invested in, send it to the show, DM us, tweet us, whatever, and we'll figure out if we get multiple submissions, we'll figure out which games we can we'll look at. Um, this pat this week coming up, you saw is it UMass versus Virginia? Yeah, yeah. At at UMass. Now that game has the making of being really, really friggin' ugly. Yeah, but I think if if you know you got nothing going on on a Saturday after that, I'd, I'd love to go watch UVA. But again, I think it's acquired tapes. We talked about this before. How people, yeah, that for them love offense, they hate defense. But I would, I would definitely pay money to go watch UVA. Play. That one's gonna be on ESPN N, which I believe is ESPN News. So if it's not on ESPN Plus, Matt and I won't be able to watch it. So that may not end up being the game you watch. Either way, we'll we'll let you guys know and keep you posted um, if that ends up being one. But we would like to have one game where we can kind of dive in a little bit deeper on each week. I watched VCU. I, was it Radford? It might have been Radford that they played. Yeah, they, Radford, Radford yeah. is a team. Now, what? I said Radford is a yes, team. Yes, Radford is a team. But I, I'll tell you what, though. When I was watching the game... I liked VCU. I mean, I, again, it's against Radford, so you can't take too much into account. But their ball movement, man, I was like, I feel like I'm watching the Celtics right now. Where the hell did this come from? Seriously. Yeah, I, I used to love VCU where they had Shaka, man. They, their uh, full court defense was unbelievable. The other game, now, did you watch the Washington game versus um, Tennessee? Uh, no, I didn't. So, it, so I know right now Washington is, tw- is 25th and then Tennessee's 20th. Yep. I don't think Tennessee was ranked going into that game. I'm fairly certain Tennessee wasn't, and Washington was 20th going into that game. And I, I was stunned. Hey, because I mean, Tennessee, I always expect them to be ranked, but well, they, well, they graduate. Tennessee graduated a lot. Well, they, they look just fine. Well, the other thing is too, and that's, the, that's always the knock on uh, Pac-12 or yeah, the pac 12s never really been str- like I don't know. They, they, they get some guy teams in the top 25, but they, I don't know. I've never really been a believer in the Pac-12. Well, that's the thing. That's why when they draft when Fultz was coming out of there, and everybody's like, oh, Fultz, Fultz, Fultz. It's like, uh, well, hold on, Washington has. Washington has um, created a lot of NBA players. Did you know this? Yeah, but that's but my, my point is still I'm apprehensive about it. I know a, I knew a few off the top of my head because um, shout out to Fennis Dembo. We do a uh, a drill um, during our BST trainings. We do a drill that's I know where well, Roy um, went there, right? From the from the University um, of Washington, and it's called the Romar drill. Okay. Um, and what it is pretty much is is playing one on one in confined space. So you pretty much check the ball at the free throw line, uh-huh. and you got to score in the paint. And you have two dribbles. 
Oh, um, okay. And they and they do the and they do that. He got that from the University of Washington, and the University of Washington um, has produced. Yeah, so some of the guards they've had are uh, well. These are just players, but obviously some of these are guards. Uh, Marquise Chris, Ooh. not a guard, but uh, Markel Fultz, Justin Holiday, Dejounte uh, Murray, um, Terrence Ross, Isaiah Thomas. Um, oh, that's right, Isaiah went there. Yep. Um, who's the other guy? I'm trying to think of off the top of my head. Um, there's one other guy I feel like I'm missing. Anyway, I mean, those are just some guys right off the top. Like, you know, those are some pretty good NBA and guards. And Brandon Roy. Keep throwing, keep ignoring me saying that. Is, no, I'm sorry. Did you, are you for sure he's yeah. on that No, list? I know he went there. Oh, I okay. forgot that Isaiah went there. I did forget that one. But either way. Either, so, so, okay, they've had some impressive guys that they've put out there. But in terms of college play, you said it yourself for the Pac-12. Yeah, the Pac-12, I don't know. It's just it's a weird conference because who um, – like, Arizona's been good, but I, I just feel like they never really get it done when it matters. And obviously all the scandals and all that stuff. I, There's I Arizona, really, Arizona like, to State, me, your guys, Oregon, USC. I mean, and obviously well, I USC. Do like, I do like Hurley's, Hurley's over at Arizona State right now, so I do like and that. And UCLA's obviously put guys in the league. Um, uh, Cal. Yeah, but they just never – like, I'm talking about, like, programs that actually win in college basketball. I don't know. I, I feel like, to me, it's – Which way are we talking about? When I watch college about? basketball, I love, I love watching ACC. I do like Big Ten basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just never – and maybe because Pac-12 games are late at night, so I don't really stay up Speaking of it. Big Ten basketball, freaking – Northwestern loses to Merrimack, and then they come back and they beat Providence College. I just – like that's – that is Northwestern athletics yeah, that, in a nutshell right there. But see, that's what I kind of like about college basketball. Like in the NBA, that probably wouldn't have never – that probably wouldn't have happened. Uh, yeah. I, to lose to – you know, but the the perennial like Big Ten teams are not going to lose a game to Merrimack. That's what I mean, dude. Merrimack's Merrimack's playing some hoop right now, man. I, I, again, I don't want to dump on Merrimack because obviously they're one of our now one of our area's D one schools. But my hey, man, they but they're that zone. That that's what happens. That's why the NBA should change rules, man. They play zone. Yeah. That zone can mess up people. Well, it seems more and more like those the big men now are not they, more and more. It's like a. Like the Celtics. Yeah, I actually have seen them. They played zone a couple times against the Kings. Not to go way off topic, but they did play zone There's, against the Kings. They're, the yeah, they're, I, they're doing I a hate lot. When they play zone. It's some, there are times where it's like they, you'll see Smart and certain guys stick with players, but then there are a lot of times where they're switching. And then you have their big yeah. men, whoever, it, whether it's Williams, Tice, uh, Cantor, whatever, they're hanging out down low the whole time. They're staying in, they're trying to stay in the key, getting out every time. I just, More than I've ever yeah, seen that. I, I don't know. I, it's not, to me, in the NBA zone's not great. I don't know. You just can't really play it the same way like you play in college. Of course not. But um, <laughs> yeah, no shot. Some 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 local teams are actually playing tonight. If we had to mention that UVA uh, UVA is actually playing Vermont UVM tonight. Oh, right well, now, you do realize that right now. unfortunately we're not going to be able to. They're going to hear this tomorrow. On what are people are no, that's fine. Th- I was just I was. Just oh, what, what else is out there? What else is out there? Oh, and because um, we were talking about Washington uh, University of Maine's playing Washington. Ooh. <laughs> So, just I'm not saying that's good basketball no, games to watch. No, that's, but I just thought it was interesting. Good luck to you, man. That the, two two local teams taking on uh, top two top twenty five. Oh, and then we got Virginia coming to town to play UMass. I'm telling you, if you if you got a Saturday off, please go check them out. They are good. I I, I would love. Hopefully that we hopefully you can watch that game. I'm actually going to be in Chicago when that happens. You, I may have to give you the Twitter account to to uh, tweet out stuff for us. You think you can handle that? 
since, I don't know. That's a big responsibility. Since Tyler's on his deathbed. <laughs> Tyler will not yeah, be back next week, I don't think, either, unfortunately, guys, because he's going to be going on vacation. Tyler's a hardworking dude. He never takes time off. So it'll be just like the old yeah, days. with that. He's a new. grinder. Yeah. We missed you, Ty, today. You're a grinder. Definitely, because he's, he's on the Brad Wanamaker camp with you, too. He was... I mean, the other thing, too, was Ty was so upset after that Kings loss, too. Yeah, we all know why. <laughs> he was arguing that jump ball call, or non-jump ball call. Yeah, the, yeah through the text thread. That, that was not a arguable. That was a foul. Yeah, that was definitely a foul. I was like, what, what are you talking about? I went back and watched him trying to see what he's seen and say, I, I don't get it. Um, little uh, Another random note for you guys before Matt does his shout-out. We have an event going on at Lord Hobo. This is all the podcast. So if you listen to the football one, too, uh, off day or any of the other ones, Brad Foe Show, whatever, um, at EI.com, you can go and uh, you can join us at Lord Hobo over in Woburn. It's on Tuesday. Uh, if you're not following us on Twitter already, be sure to do. If you're interested in the event, we'll be sure to tweet stuff out. I may have some shirts there uh, available for people if you've left a rating and review. That would definitely make it easier for me so I don't have to mail it to you guys. But uh, either way, we'd love to see you guys. I don't know if Matt's going to be there. Obviously, Tyler won't, but I expect to be there. And uh, it'll be a good time. Lord Hobo is a fun place. I've been there for a couple of things before. What do you got? F- they, got they got good adult beverages. They definitely do. Uh, what do you got for our... Um, I got I got two shout quick shout-outs. Two? My first, my first shout real quick. My first shout-out to the guy that was hating on us on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> just want to give you a shout-out. Hey, it's all love, baby. Thank you for listening to the show. Some people like our show. Some people don't. That's how life goes. If you, if you uh, hate us, second, before you do your second shout-out, if you hate us, we still welcome you as a listener. I just want you to know that. Please feel free yeah, to of course. continue to it's hate us. It's all love. Us. I love it. This, I was just messing with the guy. I just wanted to – you know, that's the only reason I tweeted back because I just – I like sometimes I like good discussion, and I don't. It, the guy thought I was like really upset. I'm like, bro, I, it's okay. It's, I'm, I'm not. Well, people mad. get I'm, so angry on Twitter, Matt. You know that. Yeah. Um, my second shout just goes out to. Um, we finished last week, and I know there's a couple of listeners um, that were in our training group for high school. Um, so we finished last Saturday, and they got tryouts coming up in. Uh, I don't know. Fennis knows after Thanksgiving, countdown. right? It's after Thanksgiving, so it's coming up quick. I just want to give everybody a shout, like you know, all the kids that are working hard out there. Just go out to tryouts, and you know, put leave it all on the floor, and good luck, and hope you, everybody has a good season. Yeah, best of luck to everybody that's out there playing, uh, especially the high school kids and in the pickup guys too. If you don't, you know, anybody walking away with a black eye or anything, <laughs> like I'm sporting right now. Yeah, you, the shine looks got good. a wedding to go to in a few days, and I'm I'm rocking a black <laughs> eye. It's, it's, going to be tough explaining oh yeah i was playing pickup yeah no one's going to understand that but ball is life right <laughs> all right ball is we life. will talk to you all again plan for uh we'll be out dropping again on wednesday next week what it do baby yeah you already know i'm just trying to be all right with it yeah i'm just trying to be all right with it yeah i'm just trying to see the light in it i think we should take a ride with it yeah. i'm just trying to spend the night with it yeah. i just want to be all right with it I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.